on NRV with Rian Gallagher. Beautiful. Oh, praise the Lord. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of an interview podcast. So I haven't quite worked out whether it's the an interview podcast or it's just an interview podcast. Welcome to the an interview podcast. Either way, you're here. We're here. Um, yeah, this is episode 18. Um, I really hope you enjoyed uh, episode, the last one, episode 17 with Mariana. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of the... A lot of the feedback I've received, um, you know, people really took it on. Um, yeah, what, what a person, what a person. I mean, it's just, you know, I, I, I'm just, I'm just very, very, very fortunate to, you know, have been around and amongst, you know, all these great people that I've been able to share with you on this, um, this podcast. Um, uh, yeah, so, and yeah, today's, um, today's, today's dude is definitely definitely there he's definitely um he's just how to describe bruno i mean you'll 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 kind of you'll kind of get into it when you when when you when you listen to it but he's just got it he's just he's just got it whatever it is however however one would define it he's just got it i mean uh yeah we we um so i i i used to work at a school um in Froome that was for um for um autistic and aspergers well sp- supposedly specifically for them um and uh yeah uh bruno was 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 a student at the school and uh he was just he was just a real um a real bright light um in in a in a in a kind of an institution that um i don't know how to describe it really who, who you know i suppose i suppose all kind of all kind of institutions and places you know like schools and stuff you know they 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 kind of they kind they kind of want you to be a certain way or you know you have to fit in to to kind of meet the 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 criteria of what school is and, and and Bruno at every opportunity every point uh was 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 jumping right out of that um there was a there was a great I, I didn't I didn't get to to uh to to allude to it in the podcast but there was a, there was an amazing uh time where they 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 uh came back from um from uh, a trip out you know they went they went down I think it was to the seaside or something and Bruno took it upon himself to just jump in the water with all his clothes on and just got completely and utterly soaked uh, 
and then proceeded to find this towel that was left on the beach and then uh and then he he um when like the the like car pulled up he swung the door open and then just stood there in his towel and was like ryan do you like it um yeah uh he he honestly he is just he's just yeah the most amazing uh beautiful exuberant uh life force uh and yeah i think you i think you get an essence um of him in this podcast but yeah he's his his music um i i he probably won't like me describing him as this but he is a he is a punk protege um he'll probably give me a lot of stick for saying that because uh, that's putting him in a box and he definitely isn't in any any box he's his own entity his own like his own category um so yeah uh, I really, really, really hope you enjoy Bruno's podcast, and I've got every hope that we will every sort of now and then just check in on 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 where he is on his journey because uh, he's going to go far. He really is going to go far. Um, yeah, and I hope you're doing. I hope you're doing okay in this. Uh, this was a great a, a great term that was um, that was used by a, a friend pod. Uh, I went, went went I went for a walk with him the other day. Um, and he said that this 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 kind of period, this enforced staleness, and I thought, God, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, hopefully that kind of stale bread is 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 you know, sort of going into the recycling bin, and uh, there'll be some new, a new mixture made, and a new loaf of bread can be uh, uh, arisen from the ashes. Um, yeah. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, be kind to yourself, kind to others, and just enjoy Bruno. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Bye. your name isn't it yes this is your life yes um thank you for doing this or for agreeing to you're so very welcome i appreciate it i do appreciate it um how do we meet do you remember um no i do <laughs> how did we meet right so our 
our first our first path crossing was walking down the uh the the the, the corridor of the school and for about three weeks where where I'm a TA. Oh yeah Oh yeah I remember that with the bloody monster truck thing. With the monster truck thing? Yeah. Go on. Because basically I met you for like two seconds. Yeah. And then, but you could I was obsessed with this sort of like because it was I was in the hive. Yeah. That little bit. Yes. And yes. then um I had the monster truck. Uh-huh. And it when you pressed a button on the monster truck, it would do the worst sort of like um sort of fake hard rock sort of thing. And it was awful when it was like go bam, bam like started really badly. So And then and then and then for about so three weeks ev- after that yeah. every time we crossed. Every time we crossed in the corridors we'd just go bam, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Wasn't it fab? Yeah. And then and then from there because yeah, obviously I was I was a TA at the school, and then yeah. you were obviously a student, and then I got thrust into your class. Yeah. And uh, it was it was quite an interesting because uh, yeah, you've 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 got a very unique, a very special mind, and then tr- trying to get that mind to do education. Yeah. When we just often talk and ramble about 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 interest, it was it was it was it was quite an interesting time, really. It was. Yeah. Very, very interesting time. Do you remember the um do you, do you remember um the 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 school performance um at the church? Yeah, I do. Do you wanna do you wanna give a little background of that one? The the one at the church or the one at the um or the Easter or the sort of very chaotic Easter one? You can give both if you like. Okay. I think I'll just stick with the church. Um, don't, don't, get, don't get to set the scene make sure you really yeah so basically this isn't going out to like anyone who would sort of like anyone to do with the sort of whole shenanigans is it shenanigans sort of like sort of all that all that sort of people uh, I mean it's it's going to be out on a platform but they probably won't find it Potentially, they might do. So you know, you you but can choose. But you're not your... like going to them saying, Speak "Oh, the check microphone. this out." All this. Uh, no, no, but but it's going to be out there. So I mean, you you can you can you can choose your sentence as wisely or as unwise as you like. Okay, okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> um, for this Christmas school church performance, right? Basically, I. Me and my friend Oscar, who played uh, guitar for me, was um, we were gonna do for this Christmas performance at a church. We um, one so basically, we just went into a room with Sean, our teacher, uh, who is now in turn since he's left the school, one of my best friends. Um, he, we were just saying, me and Oscar were saying, we've got like few sort of punk songs um and sort of oi songs that um we've been playing recently um we were just saying about them and like what should we play and blah 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 blah. and then we thought oh sort of why don't we play oi 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 by the cockney rejects that's a great one and then because it was the christmas performance sean then suggested that um we changed it to 
made change the lyrics because we needed to change the lyrics anyway because they were quite profane. So, um, no, I mean, I wouldn't have changed them, but we had to because not as not to get into trouble or to get him into trouble or anything. So we changed the lyric. We had to change the lyrics anyway because they were profane. But we thought if we're going to do that, we might as well make them Christmas themed because that would be really funny. So we had a couple of brainstorming sessions, right? And um, yeah, and it was just absolutely brilliant and we were on fire and we were changing these sweary sort of rabble rousing lyrics into Christmas themed family friendly sort of lyrics so we changed oi 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 to ho 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 Mm -hmm. and it was it was utter genius and then one time right we there was this thing in the hall just in the school hall where everyone was sort of previewing their performances for the um i think mm. i think hold on a second i think we're missing a vital part of that church performance where at the end a lovely lovely christmas performance was done everyone's in christmas spirits you pick up the microphone oh yeah and you have something important to say don't you no no we need to get there in a second like i'm just set you told me to set the scene we're not nearly even there yet all right so basically we were in the school hall and there was just a point where everyone had... This was before the performance in the church, of course. Okay. Right. So we were in the school hall um, and everyone was just previewing their sort of their performances and so just performing for like... Just performing to sort of show the big cheese who I shall not go into, but like, you know, um, just to see, you know, sort of if their stuff was appropriate and that it was all fine, right? And also, I suppose, a little practice um, for everyone, right? Then we did ours, and, uh, yeah, and then Mr. Big Cheese, right, whose name I shall not say to protect the not innocent, because he's not innocent. He is not innocent at all. But um, Carry on. But just because I'm a nice, decent person, mm. I shall not disclose his name. Good idea. Mr. Big Cheese, right? Um, he he then made a complaint to Sean, right? Saying, like, you need to change this bit about smashing the Santas in. Like, you can't keep that <laughs> in. Because basically, we were, we were, like, we changed all the lyrics to make them non-violent, non like sort of change it like i said changing a sweary rabble rousing oi punk classic into a christmas themed family friendly oi punk classic you know um and but we thought we'd just keep the bit smash them in line but it so it was the santas try to give us gifts but we will smash them in right so we we were we they had a complaint because we thought like you know we've changed everything else we'll keep that in just for a laugh and you know surely they'll just be all right with just that one bit but they weren't and uh mr big cheese made a complaint surely said you have to change it so we had to change it we had to change it to take them in which is rubbish right you want to smash santas no yeah exactly but yeah and then also got second complaint that um we had to change 
Um, the parents will lead you astray as well. We had to change that. Um, on on a less on the, that was on a less serious scale than the smash them in bit. Um, but we also had to change that because there was a risk of parents getting upset. Um, yeah, this like Sean would have let us keep them in, but it was Mister Big Cheese who had the problem. There's nothing like a healthy dose of offending people, isn't there? Yeah, and then um, we got to the church, right? So yeah, that was that was that, and we got to the church. And everyone did their little performance and we got on stage and then because obviously, right, if I'm going to do a performance in a church, a school performance in a church, I'm going to meticulously plan um, a highly subversive sort of thing I'm going to say before. So I decided to say before the performance a um, situationist quote. Humanity won't be happy until the guts of the last capitalist hang the last bureaucrat. So, like, so that's... So I had, like, a sort of list of things I was going to say, and mm, I thought, this is the one. That's, that's the what, one we need the at one. Christmas. And then, um, so, yeah, so I just sort of, like, before we started the song, I said, I've got something to say. And I, I, I grabbed the microphone, and then I just read that. And then, um, no, I said, I've got something to say before we start the song. Uh, to Sean, he said, is it appropriate? Because he didn't want to get in trouble. He didn't want us to get in trouble. I said, yes. Yes, it is. And I said it. He said, that wasn't very appropriate, was it, Bruno? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And then then after that, basically, we had this really cool thing. And it was, he would play the riff at the start really, really sloppily. Like... Not sloppily, but just very inept and sort of quiet. And it and, and he would go, dun, 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 dun. like I can't even replicate it. It was just the most sort of inept, sort of like quiet, sort of like sounded like it was being played by the most sort of tremblingly nervous sort of person. Who, yeah, it was and. But it was intention was to make everyone really uncomfortable. And they were like, oh, no, oh, no. Oh, when this ends, we'll clap because, like, well done to them for trying. But, but the whole way through, they're just, oh, my God, what's happening? Yeah. So then that was just that. But then I just went, ah, and then, like, um, then the riff came storming in and then the song started. And it was and then we did the song and it was brilliant. It was amazing. Right, because was that was that maybe your was that was that one of your first live performances? One of my first, one yeah. of my first. Um, oh, by the way, in case in case people haven't got it, Bruno is uh, he's he's the most amazing uh, singer musician. How else would you describe yourself? Uh, sort of outsider artist. Outsider artist. Okay. Take many sort of mediums mm. as well as just music, mm. even though that's one of my favoured sort of mediums. I have other things as well oh, i didn't know that and um what else yeah okay so we did the song and it was brilliant right and um but yeah so then i i i, I there, it wasn't a massive concern about the parents thing so i just kept that in the parents lead you astray that bit i kept that in so and no one really bat an eyelid to be honest i think a few people laughed but that wasn't yeah i kept that in but i smashed them in bit I I said take them in the first time it came round, 
But then the second time I made a mistake and kept smashing them in. <laughs> and that was just such a glorious moment. Artistic license for that mistake. That right? was just absolute, absolutely such a glorious moment. Right. And yeah, and it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. Even the NAF people joined in and started going, <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Yeah, everyone loved it. It was brilliant. And also... We we were in the back in in, in, in the NAF choir joining in with ho, ho, ho. So yeah, yeah exactly. Right. It yeah, it, even the NAF people. You even it. converted us, exactly. the NAF ones. Exactly. You're not one of the NAF ones. I right? don't know. This jumper says different, doesn't it? Surely. <laughs> no. No, yeah. you're definitely not one of the NAF ones. Don't All right. worry, right? All right. I'll stop. I'll you're stop just being self-deprecating. Criticising myself. quite clearly not one of the NAF ones. Bless you. I'll take that compliment. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah. So even the NAF ones joined in and loved loved it. But then afterwards, right? Um, yeah, it was done, and it was it was just brilliant. And then uh, Sean came up to me and he said, uh, "You made a mistake in that song, didn't you?" A mistake. A mistake. And I was like, "Yeah, I did. <laughs> Sorry about that, you know." And that was. Um, I tell you what. I tell you what. If, if I'm honest with you, it's it's it was it was so it is it was and is so refreshing to to watch something that is so against the grain uh, in in a situation like that. It's 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 just so refreshing to see that that there actually are people that can thrive and can and can uh, you know come up blossom in even even in the constraints of that of that environment it's, yeah it's, it's brilliant it really was it's fabulous and thank you ryan pleasure i appreciate that absolute pleasure and uh throughout I th- I, it was earlier that day but mm. um but earlier there was some sort of like live laugh love sort of kid in my class who was um Doing his little sort of Michael Bublé, mini Michael Bublé crap, mm-hmm. sort of white Christmas, sort of X Factor <laughs> sort of thing, right? I know exactly what you mean. And, um, and you know, good on you, trying, doing, going up there, you're making a thing, and uh, I'll just fuck off. But basically, <laughs> I was asked to um, to sort of be up there as well, yeah. to... Um, just no, to no? just be oh, sort right. of dancing. Oh right, okay. But just it was to sort of of moral support because the person who was doing it was very nervous and blah blah blah. So I was asked to dance, just like just to be sort of there, mm. just to give a bit of company. So moral support, right? Mm. Um, and I did, but then at the end, I don't know what came over me. I don't know why I thought this was a good idea, but I just grabbed the microphone at the end of the song and it, he was just singing to a backing track, like, you know, some sort of karaoke little thing. Um, really dreadful. But um, he, I just, I just was just dancing for the thing. And then I, at the end, when it finished, I grabbed the microphone and I said, this song was appropriated by the BMP, the British National Party, for um, one of their sort of political campaigns. And uh, I just want a massive boo for the BMP. 
and there, there was like silence. Do you know, I'd completely forgotten about that. There was massive silence. I have no idea of what, like, I think, I think they were just so confused and so uncomfortable with the thing because they <laughs> so weren't expecting it and just like they didn't know how to deal with I it. Completely forgot that they that. were just silent. Yeah. But then I said, can we have a boo for the BMB again? And then they just went, um, it was just sort of a boo, like sort of like really sort of listless, listless wafts mm. of booze, if you know what I mean. I do indeed. And I do it, indeed. it was very funny. And the funniest thing was, I think Sean was just so nervous and God bless him, you know, because he didn't want to get in trouble. And uh, he knows I'm very subversive. He knew I was very subversive and sort of like troublemaker and all this, right? And a pain in the ass with these sort of things. <laughs> but he didn't want to get into trouble and I'm sure he didn't want me to get into trouble. Um, so like he was very nervous. So at the end, because no one expected me to do that, he just, he faded me out. So I had to just... So I, did, yeah, yeah, I wasn't right. even talking into a microphone. As soon as I said BNP, he just turned the microphone off. So I just had to shout it to everyone. So I wasn't even, I was saying that, not even into a microphone. That was just like me having to shout it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you, have you, that was funny. Have you, have you always had this subversive streak? Has it always been there? Yes. Did you did you come out of the womb with two fingers up or yeah. or um yeah when when was when was the first moment you noticed you know what actually I, I don't like this thing. I'm a bit different to the yeah a baby full of righteous hate. <laughs> <laughs> school performances are now in the past i'm never ever doing it like another school performance oh you've 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 officially retired yourself from yeah school of course performance. never you've, ever again on 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 onwards and upwards in the world yeah never again you're now playing the louisiana so why the hell are you gonna go back and play yeah that stage, no never again it's like like i said sort of like playing to an audience of sort of naff live laugh love people um who are so 
like a completely underappreciative, if anything, mocking and of the stuff that I or we do. I just I just I just don't think they and understand. No, not understand nothing. So it's like playing to an audience of underappreciative, naff, live, laugh, love people who, if anything, are even mocking of our performances and they totally don't understand and like mm. nothing. So it's just no point. Plus, um, it's always... And then the people who are organising the event are like the CIA, who are always sort of trying to thwart what we're Chinese trying to... Chinese democracy. What we're trying to do and sort of like trying to just always just stop it and like it's always like oh, and sort of it's always a struggle for them and it's like piss off you know and then um so i'm just never ever doing a school performance ever again well and well, neither is my friend oscar good, or anything good. and because like there's so many bigger things like well exactly that. Uh, well well sp- sp- speaking of bigger things you have you have since then performed at the louisiana yeah you've performed at in the in the radio one record shop yeah you performed in leeds yeah um and in bar was it bath as well yeah what, yeah so so far what was the venue in bath what? so far i've done in terms of proper gigs, not just school performance, not just the chaotically controversial and unwelcomed school performances. In terms of proper performances, I've done five so far. First one being adding vocals to um, and guesting on three songs at Scrap Brain's Bristol set on in this summer. Do you want to do you want to tell the story behind you actually meeting them? Yeah, it's a pretty cool story. So basically, yeah, okay. So basically, I was just once in a Pret a Manger, and then I saw some very cool looking people, and I complimented um, their scrap brain singer, who at the time I didn't know was their singer or anything, and I complimented them on their rudimentary peni, um, like badges and patches and stuff and I was just saying they had they look really cool and stuff and then saying I love rudimentary peni and sisters of mercy and stuff like this and then that was really cool and then they said um that I should check out their band and it was called scrap rain and then I kept on making a note of gonna like checking this band out and then one day I did, and I was like, this is amazing. This is like some of the best sort of contemporary punk I've heard. Mm. It's just sort of just really, really great sort of bleak, sort of post-punk damaged hardcore. And it was just amazing. And um, so then I emailed the band. And um, yeah, and then was saying about that and maybe doing a collaboration and that their music was amazing and wasn't was wasn't one of them linked to, to band camp yeah and yeah and then um since then then i thought like oh maybe they'll reply maybe they won't whatever and then then like a few days later i checked my emails i had five emails from like the band and two emails from their bassist and then i was like oh this is amazing and then um yeah, and then basically the bassist, who is in turn now one of my best friends, um, Joe Briggs, amazing, right? He 
he wrote an article about me and my music, absolutely amazing article for Bandcamp Daily, and that was absolutely amazing. And then, um, then we wrote some songs to two songs together and um practice practice this just before you go into that one i will i'll never forget um coming into school and then you 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 literally you run up the stairs and you i've never seen you so like excited you were just like ryan ryan there's this article my fan cab and then and then you look around and you were like these people have no idea yeah. They have no idea. And then Carl came round and Henry and they were like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty big. <laughs> yeah. I was like, whoa. That, that, yeah, that was brilliant. That was amazing. But yeah, it was just absolutely amazing article that sort of choked me up and it was just really amazing. And then... I'll put, I'll put, I'll put a link um, up to the article. And then, it's really beautiful. Yeah, then that was absolutely amazing. And then I wrote two songs, uh, me and... I wrote some lyrics because we were organising doing a gig together, me and Scrap Brain. And then I wrote some lyrics and then we had like a rehearsal one time in London and then we like wrote two songs and practised this cover of a brilliant um, punk song called um, called Cheap Rewards, um, Texas punk song um, called Cheap Rewards by the next... And it's just sort of really sort of like scuzzy sort of power pop punk thing. But instead of lyrics about love and stuff, like it's sort of lyrics about hating the rich. And it's just brilliant and really sort of spoken and sort of half spoken and really like really gnarly and great vocals. And then um, we practiced that cover and then we um, organized that on their gig supporting Scrap Brain on the, I think it was 30th of August, yeah, mm-hmm. um, in the exchange, they would do their set. And then on the last three songs, we would play those those two originals and then that cover version. And we did that and it was absolutely amazing. And it was really brilliant. And then... It's quite hot in there, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very hot. So and- hot that you just... Took your top off in front of the in front yeah. of the thing and, and were playing yeah. about. That was brilliant. And then um, with we're we're actually going to record those songs and oh, you? release them on oh, a tape wow. as well, of course. And that's really exciting. And then um, how did you how did you feel coming off that stage? What was it? Because it because because that was your first initial perform. That was your first initial proper like live uh, in in a, in a in a in a proper music venue. What was your first feeling when you came off that stage? Um, or, or what? What were your feelings then? Just felt amazing. Yeah, that's all there is to say, really. Okay. Just felt amazing, and yeah, it was brilliant, and it was yeah, it was so so good. It was like one of the best moments of my life so far, like up up to that moment, and it was just amazing and so so good. And then yeah, now we're going to record those songs in the um in 2020 and uh release them as a tape and then we're gonna subsequently do more gigs together like we did that time oh are you yeah Uh, with me guesting on those three last songs and then do they do they tour all around around the country or are they just um they tour around the country they tour around like europe okay would you would you 
would you be um, able to, to go with them to Europe maybe and do, or is that not something you've Maybe, but... Because um, that'd be really cool if you get that experience. Yeah, that would be really cool, but haven't got there yet. Okay. But definitely going to do some more gigs where I guest on those last three songs. Mm. And we're going to release a tape of those songs with some sort of bonus tracks of weird synth versions I did of them. And then, um, yeah, and then that's really cool. And then after that Scrap Brain gig, I then did, I've done four gigs um, so far with um, Bruno and the Outrageous Methods of Presentation, which is sort of my main like band at the moment which is got my friend george on drums um all very close friends of mine like um george on drums martin on bass and then matthew on guitar and yeah and then me singing and it's and it's really cool and we did our first gig was at radio on which is the best record shop of all time which is owned by my best friend michael right and then after that the uh, gig we did, the second gig we did was uh, was in Leeds, supporting Beak. And then on the 7th of December, um, the Radio 1 was in, one was in November, I think. Mm-hmm. And... Um, has, he, has, he, has, has your friend given you a bill for those records that you destroyed? Yeah. Um, no. No. But I apologised. You did apologise a lot. Yeah. You did apologise a lot on stage. You did, so yeah, then yeah. after the Leeds one, <laughs> we played at the Louisiana on the 13th of December, I think. And then, um, was it 13th? Uh, I believe it was, yeah. 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 At the Louisiana and then... Do you know, you're in, you're in, you're in some really good... I was, I was downstairs just walking around looking at the people that were on the, um, on the, you know, the sort of people they've had playing. And you, you, you're in some pretty big company down there. Yeah, they've I had know. some really huge artists there. So the fact you've actually got on there is, is pretty special. Afterwards. Because, because you've, only, you've only had in the, in, in, in the very short space of time, considering that you only had that Scrap Brain gig. What, start of, when was that? The start of August? August. No, it was 30th of August, I think. So, you know, in from August to now, what, December, you've had you've had three or four pretty, pretty, you know, pretty important gigs, really. Especially especially that one. So how, was it, how, was it, how was that one in Leeds, Sporting Beak? How was that? That was amazing. It was brilliant. Spent most of the time off stage. But it was... Yeah, that was really good. Um, and... But... Yeah, it was it was really brilliant, but because it we were literally the first band to play because that was like a festival sort of thing. Well, I mean, like loads of bands playing after each other. We were the earliest band, the first band to play. So there, like, there was about forty-ish probably people there, but there weren't actually many people considering how many there were later on. But like it was really early and it doesn't matter. It was still really great. And mm. we had lots of great people there watching us. Yeah, and it was amazing. And then... Um, and... Yeah. And then... Yeah, so the last one was the Royal Oak. Next one is in... twenty. It's on the 24th or 5th of January. Put the link for that there. It's not to, to confuse people. Absolutely. Um... And then, but after that, nothing concrete planned yet, but I'm sure there'll be more 
gigs with Bruno and the Outrageous Methods of Presentation after that. I think there will be. 100% there will be. But there you go. That's that. Um, do you want to talk about some of his records back here? No. You don't want to talk about your about about who influenced you? No, not at all. You're done. Done. That's Bruno's. That's the convo of Bruno. Yeah. Finito. Unless you want me to ramble on about IKEA gravy for two hours. Uh, I mean, I don't think we've got the the sort of length of tape for that. <laughs> you, can, you can give a short little bit about 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 IKEA if you like. You can give a bit of a little promo. Well, basically. Since becoming vegetarian, there's been, and also quitting buying stuff with palm oil in, there's been an almost, there's an almost infinite number of things that I intensely miss um, from, like, giving up stuff like that. Like, I mean, going to Ikea, you, like... Dime bar cake. It's just amazing. It's one of the most delicious things ever, right? Can't get it. It's got palm oil in. I mean, meatballs. Having some meatballs with that amazing creamy gravy and lingonberry jam is just out of this world. But no meatballs now. Vegetarian. So sad. Imagine, like... You're sure you haven't got shares in Ikea? If... Yeah. You're positive. Yeah. If only, like, there was... If only companies started um weren't such cheapskates and actually just used a slightly more expensive oil that wasn't the cheapest one out there um that wasn't so unethical um then things would be fine or ideally they because it does exist all companies that use palm oil used sustainable palm oil Mm. um then things would be so much better because there's so many sort of um, there's so much amazing f- filthy delicacies and cheap crap that I love that has palm oil in and I can't get it anymore because I'm a good person. Man, it makes me sad. And then, uh, yeah, and obviously um, being vegetarian, also more things I can't eat anymore. So, um, Apart from the Ikea meatballs, what do you most miss? Uh, I mean, like bacon. Mm-hmm just infinite number of things really that's that's and if only if if only there was something that was as delicious as meat and had the sort of same edge without being horrible and awful and things being literally murdered to make the thing then it would be a dream world like it would be but there you go. No IKEA meatballs, no dime bar cake. Like, yeah, it's a nightmare. But that's Chili what I babies. mean. Now, uh, there, there are, there are um, vegetarian meatballs. But like, you either get real IKEA meatballs or you don't. So you know, I just get when I go there, I get fries or chips and sort of dip it in that gravy because yeah, I love that gravy. I it's just it's just the most amazing gravy there. I love it so much. It's so creamy and amazing. It's like no other gravy on this earth. So I asked for um cuz you can buy from IKEA off of Amazon like IKEA brand packets of that st- st- powder which you then make into that IKEA sort of creamy gravy. And I asked for some pack packets of that powder so I could make some IKEA st- st- gravy. 
um, for Christmas, but I got none. No one bought me any IKEA gravy, and I was very sad. I'm gonna start just giving Paige so we can get you some gravy. IKEA gravy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And um, because because you know what that that should that should be the fuel that now fuels your future performances before you go on stage. You know, people have like drinks, or whatever. They have yeah. a certain certain type of thing. I just have should IKEA be a gravy. cup of IKEA gravy. Do you know what? You know, sort of like you get all those sort of brown M and M's sort of things. Okay. You know, with the gigs mm-hmm. and people say, "Oh, very specific this." I will just put salt and vinegar chipsticks. Yeah. And IKEA gravy. I think. I mean. I think. I think. I think anybody would want to book you actually if you if if you book those because yeah. you know it's not like twenty bottles of Jack Daniels or I need the Feng Shui going in the no no you just want IKEA gravy don't you? That's what you and really chipsticks. And chips. Oh, that's a bit much, Bruno. Jesus. Whoa. Yeah. Exactly. But there you go. That's it. Well, thank you very much for doing this. Bruno. Long live IKEA gravy. Long live IKEA gravy. And salt and vinegar chipsticks. And the outrageous mess presentation, of thank which you. you have a long, bright future. And it also be really cool if every now and then I think if we come back together and we can we can get a little update on where you are in your yeah in your trajectory. Absolutely. Yeah. And also make no make no mistake. Outrageous mess presentation is one of many of my musical um, projects and bands. One of many. Yeah. One of many. Have you got at the moment? Have you got some? Or got countless sort of right. bands that ha- with people with f- close friends of mine that okay. haven't released anything, haven't got names, you know. Okay. Haven't done any gigs. All this it's sort of stuff. Uh, Bruno, mate, it's gonna be a very, very exciting future, future for you, brother. It really. And is. Also, make no mistake that Bruno is not just a musical entity. Ooh. He um, like I've said before, I'm a musical what the fuck what was i gonna say then you're gonna talk about oh, your, yeah. other, your other um cut that out no it's all staying in <laughs> that i am a outsider artist of many mediums not just music all sorts of crazy stuff too countless to mention but like you should, you should, have you got have you got your own your own website of things where people can go and see these pieces of art um no but i'm going if to not, create a should. website soon good but yeah there you go long live ikea gravy and chipsticks <laughs> Thank you, mate. Thank you, Bruno. Don't ever do that voice again. That reminds me of you in, like, sort of school. Which one? That. Thank you, Bruno. That one. That's what you sort of do in school. Yeah, what? What? The the school act. Beginning to resemble a fuck